Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy, episode 34. Thanks for clicking on us and giving us a listen. Our goal with the podcast, as always, is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Over the past few weeks, we have been reporting on changes going on at SNT Media. The company's gone from a shining example of a Wichita tech success story to nearing bankruptcy. It is the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal and the topic of this episode of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Reporter Brian Horwath joins me to talk about SNT, but first... I want to tell you what else is in this week's weekly edition. Aviation reporter Daniel McCoy has a look at commercial aircraft delivery numbers for 2017. That's on page four. Brian also reports on the new phenomenon of smart speakers. Hey Alexa, can you find the nearest Mexican restaurant? The folks at RSM are conducting an experiment and they say those smart speakers are changing search. Page five. Also on page five, healthcare reporter Josh Heck writes about 3D printing being incorporated into radiation treatment. This week's top 25 list is Wichita area law firms, page 10. We spend 10 minutes with Mark Cook, senior vice president at Carson Bank. He's the new president of the Wichita Manufacturing Association. And you can always find new corporations, tax liens, building permits, and real estate transactions listed in our leads section. That starts on page 17. Back in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. The headline for the weekly edition, SNT Media, What Now? SNT operates in the High Touch Building at 110 South Main. It was hiring people, making big deals, and was an example of Silicon Valley coming to Wichita. Now they face multiple lawsuits, the original company officials are gone, and the company is facing bankruptcy. Lots of questions about how this happened and what is next. Reporter Brian Horwath spent the last couple of weeks reporting and his story attempts to answer some of the questions we have and we'll talk about on the podcast. Brian, let's talk first about what SNT Media does. What service do they provide? Well, essentially what they do, uh, their their main service is that they, they aggregate information. So they take uh, uh, bits and pieces of information and they kind of tailor that to their customer for uh, whatever they're looking for, you know, whether that's in the world of uh, news, sports, whatever it might be. They kind of uh, take that information and, and package it and, and kind of put a nice little uh, uh, bow on it, if you will. And, and that's what they sell. You know, they're, they're taking things that are out there, but they're uh, kind of boiling it down into what their cust- what their customer wants. Now it's more, uh, you know, it's more technical than that, of course, but that's essentially uh, kind of what they do. They got to town what three years ago, roughly. Yeah, and in 2014, and you know, kind of the idea behind this company was they were going to take, uh, you know, this fast-paced Silicon Valley-like tech company and and uh, put it in Wichita and and. Uh, they're going to capitalize on, you know, some of the, I guess you'd say, middle America values that we have here and the, the work ethic of folks here. And they were going to kind of combine those two things. And, and that was uh, kind of essentially the goal. And, you know, it was uh, it was important for the, the folks who brought this company here to be downtown. And, you know, they wanted to uh, establish a culture. They were, uh, you know, very out in the open and, and uh, in the media 
quite a bit. So they were essentially selling what they what they had or what they thought that they had. And, and um, you know, this was something that was talked about by a lot of people and really kind of celebrated by a lot of people in the business community and in the city. That's part of the reason why there was so much written about them is because they were sort of held up as a as a really great company that's doing something different for Wichita's economy, right? Yeah, no question. Uh, you know, Wichita has uh, has wanted for quite a while now to kind of diversify its economy and and uh, not put all its eggs in the aviation basket. Right. And you know, this is a company that was uh, seen to be kind of on the cutting edge and of uh, technology, which of course you know things change really fast nowadays and. Uh, it's a you know when you're talking about a a Silicon Valley startup, I mean that's a that's a really fast paced environment. So that was it was something that uh, you know economic development folks and and people with the city, people who had an interest in downtown developments. I mean everybody was kind of uh, was you know pretty excited and pretty vocal in saying that they were they were excited about this company. They had kind of fancy digs over at the high touch building and lots of sort of perks for for employees. Yeah, I mean it was an impressive place. I was up there about uh, probably about a year and a half or two years ago now, and and uh, we got a tour and and uh, went through and and uh, I mean it was plush and and it could have uh, changed since then or I don't know what exactly it was like before that, but uh, when I was there, um, you know they had catered lunches and you know complimentary snacks and beverages and modern workspaces with you know computers everywhere the latest technology everywhere and they were talking about uh i remember talking to the uh, one of the human resources people at the time and you know she was talking about how they wanted to hire talent it talent in in wichita and and uh, you know they thought that they were going to find what they needed here and it, there was just a lot of excitement they had about a hundred employees at one point, and I think that was in late 2016. And they said by the end of 2017, they wanted to hire another 100 people. It certainly didn't go that way, but that gave a lot of hope to a lot of folks in local economic development and sort of this momentum that we've talked about for for Wichita moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, from what I was told, the the peak that they got to is about uh, 103 employees, I think. So right around 100 employees. And, you know, like like we just talked about, I mean, there there was a lot of excitement about this company and and where it could go. But, um, you know, at at some point there, uh, you know, things began to uh, unravel a little bit and people started, uh, you know, raising an eyebrow and, and asking some questions. And I think, you know, from whenever that point was, you know, maybe approximately, a, you know, sometime in, in 2017, right? whether it was uh, over the summer or maybe a little bit earlier, depending on who we're talking about, you know, people started asking questions. And since then, I think there's just been a lot more questions than there have been right. answers. You had talked to, obviously, some stakeholders for your story in this week's weekly edition. What did they say about when they started recognizing that eh, there may be some problems at SNT? Well, it's interesting. I talked to uh, one local investor who uh, said he put sixty thousand uh, uh, dollars into SNT, and you know he he was uh, he went to the to the presentations, and you know he liked right. what he saw. I thought it sounded like a good idea, and you know it was something that people were talking about, and 
And, um, you know, this gentleman, I don't think that, you know, $60,000 is going to make or break him, but it's no small amount of money. Right. And, uh, you know, there are other people locally who invested too in the company. So, you know, he said it was about a year ago from now, about a year ago. So in early, you know, 2017, he started to have some questions. And, you know, when I talked to, uh, some other people, they were, uh, I mean, there, there's a clear paper trail um, with some of these lawsuits where it kind of shows in the spring, maybe early summer, right around in that time period is when uh, allegedly, you know, S&T um, kind of started having trouble paying their bills and uh, things started to unravel a little bit. I want to get into those lawsuits here in a few minutes, uh, some of the specifics of those lawsuits. But also, uh, High Touch is their landlord. They're in the High Touch building at 110 South Main. Uh, they, I think, occupy at least one floor, maybe at 1.2 floors. Um, you talked to Wayne Chambers also about uh, hoping that, uh, that they could pay some of their bills. When did he start seeing things that, uh, that he was concerned about? He said it was a few months ago. He started to notice some things, and there were other things that— uh kind of caused him I don't want to say concern but maybe caused him to raise an eyebrow a little bit uh, before that uh, one is is um, this hiring of a private security firm where uh, they actually uh, SNT hired a, a firm to have two two guards armed guards essentially guard their their quarters at the high touch building right. which is um, to some that might seem a little excessive and Wayne said, yeah, you know, I, I kind of thought about that, but, you know, things were going well for them. They were hiring and, you know, in his own words, he said, you know, if, if that's what they thought that they needed, then, you know, okay. So yeah. it, but from there he started to notice, uh, you know, things kind of take a turn from the worst, obviously when, uh, you, you know, you're going to notice that if you're a landlord and you're not getting your rent, right. uh, you know, you're going to start to, to question what's going on. And for that him, was, that, that was a few months ago. That was one of the lawsuits. Uh, the uh, security company has uh, filed a lawsuit because they weren't getting paid. Can you give us some of the details of that, that lawsuit? I, I think they're seeking uh, in the neighborhood of uh, $75,000. And uh, essentially what they're saying is that uh, they had a contract with SNT. I think the contract was for two years. Um, and basically that uh, they're saying that S&T backed out of the contract and essentially uh, told them to get lost. Right. Uh, you know, they, they had a, I don't know if they had an office set up there, but they had space, you know, it, it, at the, at the high touch building. So, um, you know, they're, they're saying they, they went back on the contract and, you know, there's several other lawsuits that basically uh, say the same thing. You know, we had an agreement with S&T and, and uh, lo and behold, they, they stopped, living up to their, their end of the agreement. What are those other lawsuits that, uh, that you found? Well, one's with uh, The Guardian, which is a, a news company. Um, that has, It's an international news company. It actually has an office in New York, and you know, I think some people might be familiar with them. They, they had an agreement for uh, site advertising on their website, and uh, they're actually seeking somewhere in the neighborhood of $800,000. Uh, there's another company that uh, runs heavy.com, which is maybe a little bit less known uh, news site. It's kind of a real-time uh, news site, and they had the same type of agreement for not quite that much money, but the same thing where they, you know, they were doing S&T advertising on their site, and then um, you know, they alleged that uh, S&T just stopped paying their bill. In the Guardian lawsuit, it outlines sort of this email paper trail 
uh, going back and forth between an SNT representative and the folks at The Guardian, repeated attempts by The Guardian to have them uh, pay their bill, and the, uh, the SNT representative asking for more time and eventually going through that deadline, too. Yeah, um, you know, according to the lawsuit, uh, for a while they couldn't get a hold of anyone at SNT, and and uh, eventually they they were able to contact someone. And you know, it's kind of interesting. I think um, it was in November, December, anyway, in late 2017, where uh, this individual from SNT emailed and said, "Well, we're just we're not seeing revenues come in, and we think it'll pick back up, but we need more time." And right. you know, the time that they requested, it was a really short window. I think it was, you know, maybe. 10 days or something like that. So it kind of makes you think, okay, what, you know, what was going to happen in that short time period for them to probably they were hoping for an influx of capital at that right. point. Right. That's, you know, that, that's what you would think. So when you look at some of those lawsuits, I mean, it's interesting. It, it makes you want to, it makes you wonder, you know, exactly what was going on with the leadership at that point. So what's the status of the company now? Who's in charge the uh, the former leaders of the company, the CEO, the chairman, are they gone? Yeah, um, that's one of the things that I asked Wayne Chambers of High Touch and uh, uh, the the two founders. He said he hasn't talked to Kevin Owens in probably around a year, so he he hasn't been around for a while. And then uh, the other co-founder is Stuart Brock, and he said. Um, last time you talked to Stewart, it was sometime late in, in 2017, sometime in the fall. And Do we have any idea if they're even still in Wichita or did they go uh, back to California? Or? You know, it, 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 uh, people seem to think that they went back into California. I, I don't know. I, I can't confirm that. Uh, okay. You know, certainly um, I don't think anyone um, believes that they're still around town, but people, you know, they haven't talked to them for a while anyway. So now SNT Media is under new leadership and it's Gary O'Borney, somebody we're pretty familiar with here in Wichita. Yeah, he's a real estate developer and a businessman. He's a, a pretty high profile businessman in the community. And, um, you know, people, people know that name for the most part and he's pretty involved. And right now, uh, you know, he's the CEO of the company and there's about three dozen employees right now, he says. Um, and, you know, the, the interesting thing that, that he says is, you know, with all these questions kind of swirling around the company, he says he still believes in their product and he still believes in, in uh, you know, what they can do and, and uh, what they potentially can sell. So, um, you know, will he be able to turn it around? You know, that's, that's what we we want to find out. That's what everybody wants to know. And, you know, only time will tell. Now, interesting, Wayne Chambers also said that. And, you know, he's a he's an IT guy. And he said, hey, I mean, I I, I think that they have something there. You know, I, I, I don't think it's just smoke and mirrors. And, and uh, he didn't go into a lot of detail, but they do. Uh, you know, S&T does work with uh, artificial intelligence, which is, you know, something that's going to be huge. Right. We all know in the future. So, you know, I think there's there's hope there by some folks but um you know you also get the sense that nobody's really holding their breath to see you know some kind of a miraculous you know rejuvenated right snt appear with hundreds of employees again so what we know at this point is that the board has taken action right and they have at least uh said that uh that bankruptcy protection is on the on the table yeah, um, you know, when I talked to Gary O'Borney recently, um, 
you know, he he didn't uh, use the word bankruptcy, but you know, he's he said that before publicly publicly, and he's uh, you know, he's he just said they're they're looking at reorganizing and they're looking at all the options that that might bring. And you know, we've been uh, we've been checking down at the at the federal courthouse here in town to to see if they filed and and um you know we as of yet they they haven't filed for bankruptcy uh so you know will they eventually uh we're, we're going to keep our eye on it and see if that happens and i think you know some people certainly expect that to happen one thing they've discussed as a board is chapter 11 bankruptcy protection which is reorganization uh it's not chapter 7 which is liquidation uh, so they at least have hope that uh, they can come out of some sort of a bankruptcy uh, uh, procedure and still have a company and still be able to move forward. I think that's it looks like that's their hope anyway. Right. And then, you know, the question is, uh, you know, what's going to happen to that money that was already invested or is that gone? You know, are they going to ask for more money? So there, there's questions you know, like that as well. But but yes. And what you see usually when somebody is considering filing bankruptcy, a company is considering filing bankruptcy. That's when the lawsuits start. They want to be at the head of the line when it comes to. Uh, the debt that the company has, and they want to be first in line to be able to pay, be paid as much as possible. So that's sort of something we've seen here, and it wouldn't surprise me to see more lawsuits that may may come down the pike as well. Yeah, I don't think that would surprise uh, anybody at this point. Right. Well, this is an ongoing story. Uh, Brian, obviously, will stay ahead of it, and we'll provide updates in our weekly edition. We do not take any uh, joy in hearing about a company, especially one that was as respected and uh, touted as SNT Media, uh, we hate to see something like this happen, but uh, we we owe it to our readers and our listeners to make sure we f- try to find uh, the answers to the questions that they have, and and we certainly hope that uh, the folks don't lose their jobs and they can uh, continue to go forward. And we will be following once again everything that goes on with SNT Media as they happen on wichitabusinessjournal.com and in our weekly edition. Brian, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. That's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy. This week, we release a new episode every week, of course. You can see the others at our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. It is at wichitabusinessjournal.com. If you like the podcast, please let us know. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know that as well. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, as we always say, Thank you, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.